Hi friends, it is so good to be with you once again. And it does feel a little bit weird to not be in the room together as we get to uh, celebrate Vision Sunday. Uh, if you're new around us, this is a Sunday we do annually. It just gives us a moment to kind of pause and reflect on where we've been and, and look forward to what we believe God is wanting to say to us uh, this coming year. Um, but to be honest, this last week I've wobbled a couple of times in respect to uh, should we do Vision Sunday this Sunday, just with uh, the announcements at the beginning of the week in respect to lockdown, um, some of the things that you've seen going on in the world, particularly in terms of America, and, and you look at it and you think, like, what is going on? But as I pray, I just feel like, actually, no, this is exactly the moment that we need to remember and reflect on like why we exist, why we do what we do. See, that isn't determined by what's going on in the world, but rather actually it motivates us within all that's going on in the world. You see, as a family, as a church, we exist because we firmly believe that Jesus changes everything, full stop. Like there's nothing else needed, that Jesus' life, death, and resurrection changed everything for everyone throughout all time, forever. And therefore, we allow that reality to motivate us in respect to how we live and how we seek to cause that message to get out to others. It's kind of changed us and shaped us over this last kind of year as we've uh, kind of endure a pandemic. We've realized that Jesus changes everything, even when you're within a pandemic. Jesus gives us this hope to know that he has the final say. There is a hope to come. And within it, as we live with this deep, profound truth that Jesus changes everything, we said that we want to give ourselves to four words, four words that to characterize everything that we seek to be and do, and they are to, to love God and to love people. That we want to be a bunch of people who are seeking in everything we're doing to, to love God, to be those who are centered on his love for us, allowing it to shape everything of who we are but also seeking to celebrate in who God is, this God of abundant, extravagant love. But not only are we going to give ourselves to loving God, we also said we're going to give ourselves to loving people. That God's love produces a response in us. It causes us to want to share that love with others. And therefore, we seek to love others as we've been loved. We seek to love unconditionally. We seek to love sacrificially. We seek to love for others' best. To us, this last 10 months, as a bunch of people, as a family, we've kind of said, actually, you know, in our loving God and loving people, it's going to cause us to sacrifice things. Even before lockdown happened uh, in March, we made a decision and said, no, for the greater good, for the love of others, we're going to sacrifice our getting together in order that we can work for the good of others. And that's been there continuously as this heartbeat as we've navigated this pandemic of saying, actually, what does it mean for us to live loving God and loving people through this? And as we seek to live this way, we then said that we want to be those who have encouragements yearly, these kind of like signposts of words and phrases that spur us on in terms of our loving God and loving people, knowing that Jesus changes everything. And if you're around at the welcome site, you'll know that um, Richard kind of shared some of those signposts that have been there in previous years. And I don't want to recount all of them. Rather, I just want to take a moment to remind us about the one that we lived with for last year. 
See, January 2020, I said the, the sign I wanted us to live with as a community, as a family, was that of the well. A well that was based uh, in John chapter 4, where Jesus describes himself as the well and says that he's able to satisfy every thirst that anyone has, that he, pro he provides true satisfaction. And out of that, that Jesus then, within that description of revealing himself as the well, is then says, actually, everyone's welcome. Welcome to come and be satisfied by me. Therefore, we said, well, let's spend a year then seeking to be shaped more as we explore more what it means for Jesus to be our well and enjoying him as our well. But also being those who then seek to share the well of Jesus to others. And to encourage us in how we did that, there was this quote by John Ortberg that seemed to uh, kind of allow us to understand a bit more of what it means to cause Jesus the well to kind of be available to all. And John Ockberg writes this, there is an old tradition on large Australian ranches located on often dry land that there are two ways of keeping cattle on the ranch. One is to build a fence, the other is to dig a well. What a gift it might be to a world that has become increasingly polarized and politicized if the church would be utterly committed to Jesus as our center. No fences to keep others out, just the life-giving water of Jesus drawing people ever closer to his presence. And as I read that quote, like the reality, if I'd known last January what the following year would mean, I don't know if I'd have read the quote, I wonder if I'd have hidden away from it because I'd have never imagined that literally the walls that we met within would be removed. That we'd end up online in this sort of platform where actually anyone and everyone is welcome to come and join and know that they can come and conspicuously or inconspicuously be present. Like we've well and truly seen that she, there's this world that is Jesus to be enjoyed. Like as we've gone through these last 10 months, we've drawn deeply on this well that is Jesus to be the one who satisfies us through all the uncertainty. There've been those that within this world that seems to get increasingly polarized and politicized, say, no, no, we live with a different message. A message where all come, all are welcome to come and taste and see how good Jesus is. And so we kind of like said, let's, let's like seek to share that with others. Let's seek to enjoy it ourselves. And in terms of sharing with others, we said, hey, let's look to see if we could do an alpha course. Like the amazing thing is we didn't just do one, we did three. We then said, like, why don't we seek to share, like, the wonder of Jesus as well by doing, like, acts of kindness. Like we said, hey, let's go for a jazzy 20 in 20, year 20. And thought, oh, wouldn't that be good? Man, I'd have never guessed that we'd end up in the situation we're in where, to be honest, I think we lost count, didn't we, of the acts of kindness we were able to do for others as we navigated a pandemic. But I want to pause just for a moment just to hear from some of our friends within Oasis, to hear how they have known Jesus as their well, how they've sought to share Jesus as a well. And so I'm gonna hand now over to them as we hear from people within Oasis. 
One way that I have enjoyed Jesus as my well this last year has been thinking about and drawing on his promises. Romans 8:28 says, so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continuously woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For me, this verse has been very important throughout my Christian journey and last year has been no exception. An example of this was over Christmas. After all plans made had to be cancelled and changed, God worked things out so it brought good not only to my life but also to those who I shared Christmas with. He really did have every detail covered. Within Oasis, my small group has been an amazing well over the last 12 months and also the support bubble I'm in. What a joy and what a privilege that is. God has really blessed these things, deepening relationships and again bringing good into our lives. Romans 8:28 has been a great source, a well, a promise, and I pray that that will continue to be. God has definitely been a well for me in 2020 um, through the whole pandemic and uh, as a family and just really sustained us through it. Um, I've been really particularly enjoying some of the quiet times with him, enjoying the times just depressing and hearing from him. And that's been precious and the intimacy has just been great. Um, what surprised me is that when I'd have meltdown or almost retreat from God or not want to hear, uh, just shut down a little bit, that God straight away after that would press in and be very present and sense his presence even greater than before. And I guess that grace and that love that are constantly washing over me has really undone me. And it's been incredible to see more of God's faithfulness and to know his goodness. And so, yeah, God has definitely been a well for me in 2020. So I've known Jesus as my well in different ways this year. It's been a challenging one in my faith, to be honest, but it's been helpful to know Jesus has been with me in the decisions that I've made, especially in work, having a lot of decisions to make as a school leader um, in what's been quite a tough season, lots of re regulations and restrictions to follow and in interpret. God's been with me, guiding me, leading me helping me make right decisions. And looking back, I've made a lot of good decisions because of God's leadership. Um, Oasis has been a well to me in terms of community. I really find it hard to connect on Zoom, but nevertheless, having the after church chats has been really helpful. Um, and being able to join in the band still, um, has been really beneficial to me, staying connected. And finally, I've helped others in, my, in their um, connection with the well by supporting their well-being, especially at home, but also my team at work. As for many people, last year afforded me more time and um, I've spent a lot of that time processing and acknowledging um, some things which I've known for a while God has wanted to help me work through, which have been um, had a negative impact on me for a lot of my life. Um, the metaphor of Jesus being a well is such an apt one because just as a, water, um, a well gives life-giving water to us, and Jesus has been um, the source of support, comfort, joy, strength, peace to me and sustained me in what has been a, a quite a difficult time. Um, he's also provided me with um, support and love 
from within the family of, of Oasis. So I am very grateful to him for all of that. Jesus has been my well this year by showing that he loves me from the day I was born until today. In January, I and Joy were able to go with my older brother and sister to India, to the land that we were born in, as my parents were missionaries. Um, God gave us a wonderful holiday and opened doors to places we didn't think we'd be able to get into. But the most memorable was when we went to the mission hospital in South India, where I was born. And the administrator took us into his office and declared this was the very room I was born in because that was the delivery suite in 1960. It was quite surreal to stand in the place where I'd come into the world. But then and throughout all of last year, God kept reminding me that his love was there at the beginning when I was born and ever since. And it was an incredible encouragement uh, through all of the events of last year. Hi everyone, uh, Jamie here. Um, so it's been a really tricky year for us and, and for lots of folk. Um, we were saying how it's been hard to do our usual patterns and, and habits. And I think within that, it's striking that Jesus is still faithful, that Jesus is tangible in his presence for us. Um, we've been struck that doing the basics with other people, so just chatting to neighbours, if there's too many scones and you know taking them over, all of that sort of things, uh, that that's making a big difference. But it's also the opposite of what we want to be doing at the moment. Um, so really, just letting Jesus prompt us and continue to prompt us. Um, yeah, and and we look forward to seeing what that means in 2021 as well. Thank you. Hi, Hi Oasis. Oasis. We just want to share a story of where we've been so blessed by Oasis this year, um, especially our small group. When we were expecting um, Ariella at the beginning of um, lockdown, so March, there was a massive shortage of nappies. Um, people were panic buying loo roll and nappies. And we just sent a quick text out to our home group saying, hey, if anyone comes across any nappies, we'd be so blessed if you could let us know. Anyway, we sent out one text um, and ended up with um, enough nappies on our doorstep to last us three months. Um, so that's just such a blessing. So praise God. Yeah, and we've really enjoyed um, how sort of the pandemic's brought us together with our neighbours and we've really enjoyed blessing them as well, particularly when we've had neighbours who are sick dropping stuff over uh, at their... <laughs> <laughs> on their on their doorsteps um so yeah that's just been a, a way where we've shared that blessing on hello so for me if i'm being totally honest connecting on a sunday morning has not always been that easy for me online so the way that oasis has been a well for me this past year has been small groups definitely we are part of an amazing small group full of high quality people probably the best small group around and it's just been great to connect regularly, to pray, to learn from one another, to hang out. And even just the simple text messages throughout the week has been something I've really valued. And also being involved with the kids' work too. And I'm not just saying that because I, I headed up, but genuinely Jesus reveals so much of his character to me because kids just operate on another level when it comes to loving life. They're always full of joy and hope and love. And the kids are amazing and it's just been something that Jesus has taught me this year to just really enjoy some of the simple things in life and kids uh, definitely demonstrate that in such beautiful ways so they have been 
the Wolves for me this year. Hello, Oasis uh, from Will and Emily um, in Teleoak. Uh, I think for us, the, the way Jesus has been a well has been in his constantness, his reliability, and the fact he's been steadfast. Um, for, for us, Jesus has brought so much joy when there's not a reason to be joyful um, in the small things, but also in the big things. Uh, in regards to how Oasis has been, has been a well, uh, for us, it's been quite surprising. And we'd actually say it's probably through the breakout rooms or escape rooms, as we call them. The sense that when we feel isolated and alone, that there are genuinely people who care for us, who love us and are interested in our lives. And that's just been such an opportunity to build relationship. So how we have sought to share Jesus um, during this period is actually with those uh, local to us, so our neighbours and our community. Um, and during lockdown 1.0, we had the opportunity to buy weekly food shops for two elderly neighbours. At times, this was difficult and we certainly needed the word of Jesus, but actually it was a great opportunity to share some of his love and joy during this difficult time. Jesus has definitely been more well in 2020 because for most of it, I've been shielding. And in that position, he has invited me into a deeper, intimate relationship with him where I would be quiet still before him, enjoying silence and solitude. Oasis has been a well in the fact that I've had phone calls from various people, checking up how I am or if, if we needed anything. And then in terms of sharing my faith, I've stood at the window when neighbours have gone by and smiled and waved and communicated in that way. I have enjoyed Jesus as my well more in 2020 than probably many previous years. Yes, it's been hard and with Vince having to shield for most of that time, but I decided that I was going to ask God to just do something new in me for Jesus to reveal himself to me more on a, uh, to know his presence daily. And he did that and it was amazing. And then Oasis as my well, well, I got to know lots of new people through doing daily devotions, through Sunday catch-ups, and that's been such a blessing. And what also has been great for me was having people at the end of the phone when I was struggling um, and just know that people were there and even going on a social distance walk uh, has been a great help for me. And to be able to share my faith, um, with neighbours has been really, really good. Um, two of my neighbours did the Alpha course. They downloaded the Bible app at the end of it because they loved uh, loved it so much. They joined in the carol service. I baked cakes regularly and shared them with all the neighbours so that we wasn't the only ones putting on all the weight. I cooked extra at meal times and delivered to people I thought maybe could do with a meal tonight. Best of all was the Christmas treasure hunt that we did with the craft, all the children, the parents, grandparents, those without children all joined in and we had lots of fun. And the only problem is they've asked me to do it again next year, but that's okay, I'll do it. So this year with Jesus as my wow and Oasis as my wow has been just so wonderful. 
It is so good, isn't it? Just hearing people's stories. It just does your heart good. It also does your heart good just seeing loads of different people's faces. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm just deeply grateful. I'm grateful that Jesus is enough, uh, that Jesus is our well. Um, my encouragement would be, before we kind of look next in terms of this coming year, is let's, let's not lose sight of Jesus as our well. Let's continue to allow that to shape us as we move on. We're, we're building for the long term. We're not like shaped by this moment. We're, we're building for a church that's going to greet Jesus when he returns. And therefore, we want to keep ensuring that we give ourselves to building a well here at South Street. We want to build a well that welcomes all in. We're also going to longer term look to multiply the kind of wells that are available in the city, uh, just so that others who may not be able to travel to us here uh, at South Street will be able to get to somewhere closer. And so that's where we're heading. We're going to keep drawing on Jesus our well and keep drawing people to him as our well. But in terms of this year then, 2021, what's the word that I believe is to be like the signpost, the, the thing that encourages us through? I say it's one word this year, and it's this, joy. I believe God wants us to be shaped and to explore and discover and receive and uh, share the wonder of joy. To be honest, this was something I, I felt God speak to me about, about back in 2019, of actually this being a characteristic of the life Jesus affords us that God wanted to press into us as a family in a deeper and deeper way. And I, to be honest, thought it was going to be for 2020, but I felt God say, no, I was to hold off, that it wasn't quite the right time to be looking at that signpost of joy. And then on our birthday Sunday last year, Simon Holly shared, and if you were around, you'll know that he shared on the theme of joy, and that God was wanting to bring joy into us as a church. And as he shared, I was actually away for the weekend. I was watching it live in Durham, uh, dropping my eldest daughter off at university. And as I watched it, I felt God just speak to me and say, now is the moment. See, Simon didn't know anything of what I'd felt God speak to me about in 2019. And I didn't know anything of what Simon was going to share on that Sunday. And in that moment, I felt God say, now is the time that I want to cause you as a family, Oasis, to seek to explore and discover and be shaped by my joy in deeper and deeper ways. You see, joy isn't about like putting on some sort of fake smile, pretending that everything is okay. Rather, joy, I think, is summarized amazingly by this quote by Kay Warren who describes joy like this. She says, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And the determined choice to praise God in all things. And I believe that's what God wants to invite us to. A life that's shaped by that sort of joy. You see, it's a, an invitation that comes from Jesus himself. Jesus said in John 15, 11, that he wanted to invite us to know joy. So if you've, hopefully the scriptures come up on the screen, but it, Jesus says this, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. You see, this verse sits within this amazing chapter of John chapter 15, where Jesus is revealing the wonder of the life that he offers. 
a life that is founded in his love, where we get to live um, shaped by his unconditional love. And that Jesus then says that love then is to shape how we live, how we live in terms of what I've already talked about, of loving God, of saying, actually, God, I want you to shape everything of who I am, your way, not mine, but also seeking to love others with the love that we've known, this love that is unconditional, this love that's sacrificial, this love that is for our best, we then get to share it. And Jesus says, like, this is the life that I've come to give you. And as you live in that life, you'll know joy. He says, you're not just going to know joy occasionally. You know, he says, I want to fill you with joy, but not just fill you to like the brim. No, I want to fill you in a way that you just overflow. You burst out with joy. Like, how good does that sound? Like to daily live lives that are full of joy. So much so that we can't help leak joy over others. And that joy that Jesus promises isn't just simply in him. No, he says, no, the joy that I want to give you is my joy. Like we get to know the joy of Jesus. Like Jesus is one who is full of joy. I don't know who you think God is. Maybe you're kind of new around us. Maybe you're trying to figure out who God is. Well, like God is one who's full of joy. You see, when we look at Jesus, we're able to see the invisible God. That's what we're told. What you find with Jesus, he was described as he walked the earth as one who is full of joy. You find it is his birth, that his birth causes others to be filled with joy. There's announcements of joy. You then find there's these moments where there's windows in and this time on earth that cause us to know how he's one who's eternally known joy. You find out his baptism and this transfiguration where the wonder of who Jesus is is revealed to some of his close friends. And in it, there's this moment where God the Father breaks in and says, oh, this is my son, my beloved, who I delight in. It's like the joy of the Father, the joy that Jesus had always eternally known, suddenly was made known. And then you find at his resurrection, Jesus in being with his friends, in offering them the life that he's able to offer, they leave full of joy. See, Jesus is one who is characterized and full of joy. And he's longing for you and I to be filled and shaped and characterized in the same way. Therefore, this coming year, I want to invite us. I want to invite us to be those who live knowing three things in respect to joy. I want to invite us to be those who are seeking to be those who are receiving joy, who are daily taking moments to discover afresh of the joy that Jesus has that he's longing to produce in us. I want to cause us not only to be receiving joy, I want us also to be living in joy. I believe that joy is to shape how you and I live our daily existence. I think we will look profoundly different at the end of 2021 to who we are today. I believe God wants to do something in us individually and in us as a church that's going to shape us differently because of what we get to explore and discover about joy. But only is about receiving, not only about living in joy, it's also, lastly, I want to encourage us to be those who are sharing joy. That we get to be those that bring joy to those we come into contact with.
don't know about you, but I, I look at the news at the moment and I just think, man, this world needs people who can bring and offer sustaining joy. And that's what we get to do. And if I want to encourage us, and we're going to go into it in great depth now, you're going to be sent out through the blast, but I want us to discover joy by looking at something I've prepared, which is some different Bible passages that are linked to each of those headings of receiving, living in, and sharing. And as we look at it, we're going to discover that in receiving uh, joy, we get to receive it through the joy of Jesus, through the Spirit and the Word, the Bible. We're going to see that we get to discover it through living in joy, that we get to be sustained by joy. We get to have joy in our salvation. We get to know joy in provision, joy that becomes our strength, joy in singing. Oh, yes, one day we will return and be in a room together and we will sing with joy. We're going to get to know joy in our suffering and joy that promises restoration. We get to know deep joy that promises that actually what we've sown with tears, we will reap with joy. And we're going to get to know joy in our hope. But we're also going to get to know that joy that we get to bring, a joy of revealing Jesus, a joy that's revealed through peace, our words, justice, generosity, and our togetherness. Like, you bring me joy, and I hope that I bring you joy too. Because that's how it's going to be. It is weird we're not in the same room. At this point, you know if we were in the same room, I would be jumping around because I would be excited. Why? Because there's an invitation, an invitation to you where you are. And to me where I am, to know and taste and see how good the joy of Jesus is. And so my prayer is that as we continue this year, as you're watching this now, maybe live in this moment, wherever you're sat or on demand in the moment where you're watching it, that you would know the deep joy that Jesus offers.